Shall we begin? <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hello, Lisa. Yes. How are you all doing? Hello. Hello. Amazing. Hello. This is actually the very first uh, Luncheon with Lisa show. Um, so, thank you. This is kind of like a, a launch show party. Um, but I want to say, too, that I found out that um, this month, the month of August, is actually National Black Business Month. So it was perfect timing for starting the show um, and bringing on some people who have their businesses so we can share a little bit about what you all do. And then we want to get into like a general conversation about how you all are handling your businesses because entrepreneurs can probably have a rough time right now, especially right now. But even before these times, being an entrepreneur is, is some serious work. Um, so we wanted to talk about how now, how things are um economy wise and even with racial tensions how things are going with business and any tips um and positive things that you can think of um after we talk about challenges we want to end on positive things that you all are doing to keep the businesses rolling so i wanted to first welcome everybody to luncheon with lisa thank you and i am excited because y'all are Y'all are my my first crew forever, so just call yourself stuck because that's just what it is. <laughs> but welcome, welcome. I want to give you a little bit of background real quick on how Luncheon with Lisa started. Um, so I because I have done some other shows in the past, but actually maybe a month ago I decided I wanted to do a blog within my magazine called Dove Style Magazine, where I wanted to kind of just talk with my readers um, and have some fun with them. Um, not just send out articles, but just kind of share, you know, things that happen during the day that drive you crazy and have a little laugh and chat and talk. And when the opportunity came to start the show, it was already named Luncheon with Lisa. So the show kind of just kind of went right in there with it. So actually on Dove Style Magazine, you'll be able to not only see the blog where I'll be able to go in and talk to you all, but you'll also be able to enjoy the shows that we have. So the shows are going to come on every Thursday, seven to eight in the page, Luncheon with Lisa. And I'm excited about launching it for um, this month. And I'm excited about the businesses that we have on today. And all month long, I'm going to be just kind of celebrating um, for National Black Business Month. I'm going to be celebrating um, everyone who has their businesses out there because I want to see everybody win. So this just falls right into what I believe in. So because this is a brand new show. I've shared you um, with you all a little bit about how I got started. And one of my things is about sharing the shine. Um, so I love to share the shine on people, places and things that inspire everyone. So we'll talk about things that matter in our communities and all over the world. We'll laugh. We'll agree to disagree. We may even cry and we'll respect each other all the while having fun. So we encourage everyone to grab their favorite drink and snack. 
um, and share through the screens, of course. Um, <laughs> and, and continue to tune in for great guests and information and topics that will keep us informed and entertained. Um, oh, yeah. And sometimes we will definitely be lunching up in here. So let's keep it coming. What I first want to oh, do yeah. before we get started is introduce our guests. I'm going to go ahead and introduce everybody. So you all, when I introduce you, wave your hands so everybody knows who you are. And then we're going to just get into some conversation. So I first want to introduce, let's see, we'll introduce, we have Chartise Torrance on with us in luncheon with Lisa. And Chartise is a realtor licensed in Washington, D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. And she's affiliated with Samson Properties, LLC. She provides top-notch results with a personalized white glove service for every client. She also loves building up her community and leaving the world a little bit better than when she, um, when she came. So she helps to build the next generation of leaders through teaching graduate level courses at Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. And she also serves as volunteer with Girl Scouts Council um, of the nation's capital. She is a realtor to move your dreams to reality. Welcome, Chartiste Corrin. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate you. We also have Stephen Wilson, and he is the owner of, uh, it was In A Minute Cafe. That's correct. Um, so we'll be looking for some food in a little bit, yeah, to feed everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and many and and many events catering for those very special occasions. I will let Stephen actually share when he talks a little bit more about what he has going on. But let's just say that his dishes are delicious, and he actually catered my very first Dove Style magazine. Um, yeah. Um, soiree where we celebrated one year of Dove Style Magazine. I don't know if he remembers, but he actually catered that for us. And I think people are still talking about the potato. You had the potato, I forgot what you called it, but you were able to mashed put the potato, potato in the cups and put, yes, mashed potato bar. It was awesome. Thank so you. they're still talking about that. So, and that was back in 2012. So we've been hooked ever since. So welcome, Steve Wilson. Thank you. We also have Natasha Briscoe. She's with us today. She's the wife to her high school sweetheart and mom to Jasmine and Cameron, who we will meet shortly. Um, she, she is a creative entrepreneur who loves to write poetry. She's the owner and creative director of LB Innovations, and they are responsible for over 100 weddings, corporate functions, and events with purpose annually. Latasha has also served as Commission for Women, the National Association for the Advancement of Color Women and NAACP. And she is the at she um she's a vice president. Oh, you're the past vice president to chapter of Zeta Phi Beta Sorority. So yay to her sisters. Um, and she is serving third term as a president for the federally employed women in NWDC chapter and recently appointed as the director of events and programs for the Phenomenal Young Women Incorporated. She believes service should be done humbly behind the scenes without recognition because your gift will make room for your rewards. Then we have Cameron and Cameron is better known as Pam. And I know that name pretty well because I have a Cam too. 
Now, Cam is eight years old. He's a young man who loves God, his family, and sports. He's a scholar, student, and great friend. Cam works hard on, on the basketball court and the football field. And he's good at sportsmanship with all his teammates. Through his company, Cam's All Year Gear, he can create and motivate the world. His um, And this is really different coming from somebody of his age. One day, he hopes to speak on a stage, encouraging strangers to simply say, uh, say hello and smile. He's on a mission. And we at Luncheon with Lisa want to be part of that mission. So welcome to Luncheon with Lisa. Because this is your stage right now. Since we can't be on one physically, we welcome you, Cameron. Then we have Charlene Day, who has a it has a versatile of experience, an extensive background as a business magnet, best-selling author, orator, communication strategist, philanthropist, and more. We had a long we had a long list, but I was like, okay, we're gonna have to break this down a little bit because Charlene stays busy. Charlene has built and implemented systems, programs, and workshops that have elevated and infiltrated the lives of men and women from fearful living to fearless transformational lifestyles by breaking down cross-cultural barriers. One of her treasured projects being a forgiveness project, which she implemented with her company, KeyLab. Charlene lives out of what you make happen for others, God will make happen for you. Welcome, Charlene. And then we have Sharon Combs. And she's the CEO, founder, owner, all of that, of UCDI, which is a network of consultants and trainers dedicated to helping you achieve your goals. Sharon is a team player, leader, and professional who works hard and brings out the best in those around her. Sharon started training professionally in 1997, and in 2001, she became a corporate trainer for Brinker International. A native of Oklahoma, she enlisted in the U.S. Navy and received the merit—I'm sure I'm not saying this right—meritorious. Is that right? Meritorious advancement honor for her integrity and leadership. She has spent over 15 years working with young adults and at-risk youth on communication, critical thinking, and option discovery. Sharon is active in her community and enjoys small-time philanthropy. So I want to e extend a thank you and a welcome to all of my guests on the first luncheon with Lisa. And we are going to get into some conversations because, like I said, this first show, we're actually celebrating National Black Business. Um, and I didn't realize, and some of you may have, I didn't realize that August was National Black Business Month. So I'm excited about that um, because it's another, uh, just another reason for us to kind of celebrate each other and put each other out there because we all can win. Um, so I wanted to actually start off with talking to you all about what some of the challenges that you all have encountered um, even before COVID, but especially now that COVID is here because it's going to be here for a while. Um, so what are some of the challenges that you all have, you know, encountered um, along the way um, now that we are in this situation with COVID? Because actually I'm seeing a lot of businesses thriving 
during this time. So it's not necessarily a bad thing um, for some people, but you know, maybe some people have kind of figured out some ways to get around, you know, those things. So share with me in in no particular order, but Sharon, what are some things you've encountered, some challenges along the way? Um, actually, for me, my challenges have actually been partnering, uh, partnering and hiring, like as far as the outsourcing. I know, you know, there are social platforms, anything from fiber to upwork that you can use to get things done. But with the onset of COVID, my workflow almost tripled. And so at a time when a lot of people are losing things and being furloughed, I was fortunate enough, I praise God, that my workflow tripled. And so the challenge for me has been being stuck in a fulfillment mode, which okay. you know, could sound ungrateful. But if you know, being an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, if you don't get things done, that's, that's right. what, you almost want to do it wrong instead of just not having it done. And so right. that's been, a, I see Chef uh, kind of nodding on that. That's been a real challenge for me doing that and wanting to provide opportunity to people who may have lost their jobs. But when you're in an entrepreneur situation, it is a different mindset than just a work situation. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you don't have the you don't have the time to actually train to actually train the entrepreneur mindset in individuals. OK, if that makes sense. OK. So, so what about you, Chef? Because you were you were actually nodding when Sharon was talking. So I'm sure you can relate. What What are some challenges you have, especially with you being in the, the food industry? Um, well, well, prior to COVID, um, I had a catering company called Minute Events Catering, mm -hmm. which you're familiar with. And we had uh, school contracts. We had two school contracts and we had a contract with uh, UPS. And I've been with them for years. And when COVID hit, we actually, everything just shut down. Mm -hmm. Schools shut down. Um, my corporate accounts shut down. So I was actually unemployed for like four months. Um, and then, of course, I had the Mercy Grace Center, which was my other nonprofit. And in that center, we had booked weddings and baby showers and things like that. So with the whole COVID, the whole COVID challenge and the social distancing and all that, uh, we weren't able to book any functions. Mm -hmm. uh, and what got worse, people were canceling and wanted refunds. Mm -hmm. We had weddings booked for the rest of this year. And we had to refund. Oh and wow! We refunds of weddings, you know, baby showers, family reunions, graduations, different events. Wow. So, me being an entrepreneur, my mind is always racing. My mind is always okay. So, what am I going to do? You know, what's the next step? You know, now that I can't cater anymore because there's no events, I'm in the food business. What do I do? Mm -hmm. So, I call my good friend. Uh, you may know him, Chef Rome. His name was Reginald. And I called him. I said, look, you're a caterer. You're struggling. I'm struggling. I have a kitchen. We need to do something. We put our, put our heads together and we said, you know what? Let's open a cafe. People still need to eat. Right. People are in their homes. They're afraid to leave. Right. Uh, COVID, COVID. So let's open up a cafe and we can contract with DoorDash, Uber Eats, and Postmates and all these other delivery services and get food delivered to people at their homes. So we opened a cafe in July and it's a black owned business. Mm -hmm. um, and 
we have been thriving since July. We are literally sell out almost every day. Wow. Every Friday, yes, every Friday and Saturday, we are sold out. There are days we need to close early because we can't handle the overflow. No. So that's blessings, overflow of blessings. Well, and this is what I like. I like hearing this because even though you know, for a lot of people, they're saying that it's rough out there, and it is rough. But the one thing is that your minds are still moving. Like, what can I do? What can I do? How can I get through this? Because we still got to keep moving. Like you said, people got to eat. So how are we going to do this so that we can still win and they can still eat? So I like that. So I want to keep that going. Um, because then on a on a good note, we're going to end with um, kind of what Chef was talking about with the good things that came about because right now everybody's still winning um but charlene can you share with me a little bit about how things have been going with you with your business um and what are some challenges you've run across yeah so yeah thanks for asking that question again i work more mostly on contracts and sometimes a lot of those contracts well not sometimes the contracts have ended because we're normally in certain buildings like federal buildings corporations and if they're employees, they're real employees, they're not going in. What makes me think I'm going to go in? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so therefore, um, that costs a lot of uh, loss in income. And it also caused me to be really creative. And I wasn't willing to really do all the Zoom meetings and trainings via <laughs> Zoom. Because I was like, I am always on Zoom. Like, you know, every weekend. <clears throat> or, you know, with the mom's club and all this other stuff. I'm like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> And so it made me shift a little bit more and say, well, Charles, this is how you make money. Like, but you you have to take on these contracts and now do them online and do what they're asking you to do. And so a lot of the companies are looking, you know, for people to train and do the same thing that I was already doing online. And okay. there, there was a create some creativity with that, but I didn't want to adjust because I like seeing people eyeball to eyeball face to face because right. I like touching and telling and throwing balls at people <laughs> and writing out plans. I'm like, this isn't personal to me. I want to touch you and squeeze your cheeks and you know what I'm saying and you know hold up a tag and say, can you see that? I don't so anyway, so I had to adjust and it costs honestly it cost me more money because I was slow at adjusting. Mm -hmm because I, I really wanted to be around people. And then, but I'm a scary cat too. So I said, I'm not going to be around people because I love my life and my, you know, my family's life. So I can't, you know, do the things I really want to do. So the adjustments was, you know, get with the program, mm -hmm. find out what is working, find someone that's doing exactly what you're doing and do it to make right. sure you keep your money coming in. So that, that was my a little stubborn at first, but um, right. Well, and I think that that's part of um, that's a good tip for people as far as adjusting, because sometimes it's just that's one of the things that you have to learn to adjust. It's kind of like when the computers came about in old school. Nobody, we didn't want to use computers. It's like I don't want to use all of that. I want to pick up the phone and I want to talk. Like I don't like texting as much as some people, because I'm like I want to pick up the phone and actually talk to talk you, to right? You. Um, because, you know, you can misread. I want to hear the inflection in your voice and all that kind of stuff. But that's old school sometimes. So, it, you know, we have to make adjustments because that's just how things are. So, um, Chartiste, and I'm going to come to the duo last because I want to um, mom and son. And I'm just 
I, I love the mom and son thing just because Latasha's already ahead of the game with, you know, teaching, yeah. you know, her young people yes. how to move forward in entrepreneurship. So I am loving that. But Chartiste, we want to talk to you because um, you're a realtor and this, you know, sometimes I think even before this started, it could have been envisioned that this would have been a difficult time, um, but it's not looking like that. So how are things going for you? I think you're on mute. You're still muted. Let me see. Yes. Um, can everybody hear me now? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Initially, when COVID first hit, I think the biggest thing was overcoming fear. Um, mm -hmm. Fear of buyers and sellers, fear of realtors. Everyone is looking at the news. Um, you know, now we're up to 55 plus million people have filed for unemployment. And it was giving folks flashback to 2007, 2008. Um, buyers were holding their coins, um, sellers were pulling their homes off the market. Um, I even had an instance where I was the day of at a closing for a client and the client texted that day and said, I'm sorry, I'm not purchasing my home. Wow. Um, just out of sheer fear. Um, and you know, we ended up being able to pray about it, work through it, explain to the client, you know, what really was going on in the market, what the options were. And about a week later, that client did end up going to the table. Um, and I will say now, um, you know, it is really for me individually and for clients as well, changing your outlook to change your outcome. Okay. Um, I have to exude that with my clients to give them confidence. Um, and clarity, you know, sharing with them the data about what is going on in the market, being realistic and having those courageous conversations with them about things to consider. Um, but, you know, the other thing that's been critical through this is this dual pandemics, not just the COVID-19 pandemic, right, 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 but right. the social injustice pandemic. And that reigns true in the housing market. Um, and it's something I'm really passionate about, making sure that we up those numbers, particularly in our communities of color of home ownership, because mm -hmm. that truly is the foundational element of generational wealth. Right, um, right. I will say now, um, buyers are buying and sellers are selling. Um, buyers are taking advantage of these historically low interest rates for the first time in history, it's below 3%. Um, and they are trying to get in and get those homes, um, you know, to create a solid foundation for themselves. And sellers are putting their homes back on the market. Um, we're in situations now where sellers are listing their properties on Thursday and they have 30 offers to review by Saturday. Um, so it really is a dynamic market. And I think really people just got to a place where they put faith over fear. Um, okay. And then behind that, they were also able to see the data um, and the statistics and the numbers. Um, and so that has been amazing. Um, and now what we're seeing is that it is predicted that housing is really going to drive the economic recovery coming out of COVID. And we're seeing that in the market updates month over month. So it's exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am seeing that, and I was actually Um, I was thinking that that would be a hard market, um, and I would have been one of those that was terrified about, okay, so how do we do this? Did you all clean up? I would have had a lot of questions, okay, because, yeah, I'm lunching a lot of times with stuff like this, especially with COVID, so I would have had 50 million questions, so what you all do, too, in your businesses is have to be able to comfort people and the fact that what I'm doing for you is still, we can work this out and do this safely. Um, we can continue this because sometimes people just kind of fall back 
when things like this happen and they don't move and you have to push them forward so that they can continue to move. So let's actually move over to Latasha and Cam. And Latasha, um, tell us a little bit about the challenges because your, yours are maybe similar to um, Stevens um, with events yeah. and things like that. But um, I like the fact that you have Cam involved with his business. So tell us a little bit about your challenge. Yeah, so exactly like Stephen mentioned, everything just came to a stop. Um, mm -hmm. The week of March the 13th, when that week, we had to end up um, literally 48 taking a 500 person event and pivoting real fast and putting it on a virtual platform because it was no way or wouldn't have been fair to the attendees rather to just cancel everything with no notice really. And so learning to pivot has been, when I tell you I'm a pro at it now, like everything that I've <laughs> done in my business the past four months has not only allowed me to excel in some areas, but also be able to teach others how to pick this thing up real fast and keep going. They're, they're literally, I've, I have not had a, a long pause or a long break during the past four months because I figured out other ways to keep working um, mm -hmm. from hosting virtual events to um, doing like the drive-by type of events. And then, you know, I'm a floral designer. And so without doing weddings, I'm like, I need some flowers to play in. So unfortunately, <laughs> Funerals have increased during wow, this time. Doing a lot of funerals and just personal gifts to people that just said, you know, I just want some flowers in the house just to make my house look pretty or just so I can look at. It. And so I've been doing those things to keep myself busy. So I'm I'm always trying to figure out ways to work. Mm -hmm. Um I know a lot of people said, Oh, I've taken this time to just rest, and I've done that part too because I can sleep in a little more, but mm -hmm. I always have to be busy into something and learning to not only um, cleaning up my back office and making sure like forms and contracts are together for whenever uh, events start kicking off again, you know, in the, in the old sense, because I'm still doing weddings. I, I mean, we're, we're doing them outside and we're doing them at smaller scales. So they're still happening. Um, but just learning to, pivot and just keep going and making sure that your audience knows that you're not just stopping because if you mm -hmm. just stop, then they're going to be like, well, are you still able to do this? Can you still do right. this? Like, right. you know, like Chef saying, you know, he had to transition into the cafe, but there was no break. Anybody that's watching on the outside did, never saw a break in between what he was doing because he right. kept going. And you know he feeds us well. You know, you know. Yes. We go <laughs> but uh, absolutely. <laughs> and then, you know, and, and you mentioned like Cameron. He's Cameron. He, he, you know, even though officially kicked his business, just his business, and then everything shut. So it's like, and I'm gonna let him share a little bit, but. We use this time to really um, hone down on how he wanted to operate and mm -hmm. how he, what products he was going to deliver and how he was right. going to represent himself and his business. So we were using that time because he wasn't at school. So 
there was no, this wasn't an extended summer break at, uh, we call it Briscoe Prep Creative Arts Academy. So there was no, <laughs> there was no extended <laughs> summer break here. So he was working, you know. Right, uh, right. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> so Cameron, why don't you, why don't you join in and tell us about what are some of the challenges that you face with your business? Because you kind of got stuck in this COVID world and, but you're creative and motivate that all works through COVID. So, you know, I see you still pushing through. I've seen a few things. So what's going on with you? What were some challenges for you, Cam? I like saying Cam because I'm just so used to it. Um, <laughs> I like saying Cam because I'm so used to it. It's okay. Yeah, you're good. It's okay. Yeah, you're good. So um, the way I started my business, um, I was just finding, well, I was just looking for a way to make money. Um, Cause my goal, I need, I wanted, mm -hmm. well, I didn't need one, but I wanted one. It's a Nintendo Switch. So about a couple, like last week, I beat that goal. I beat that goal wow. by just about $10. So that's a plus. Um, so I always think about walking people's dogs, washing cars mm -hmm. throughout the street or the neighborhood. And, and it hit me. Um, Mom said, my case just start a business like me. So that's when it started. March 1st, Cam's yes. All Year Gear was launched, um, which is which was actually my birthday, my eighth birthday. Um, and then COVID hit and it stopped everything, changed everything. And we started getting, well, here's what I like confused on. So when we launched, COVID hit about, mm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Two weeks after, yeah, two weeks. During that span, we got about two, mm, two or three, two or three orders. Now, since that day, we've got about, man, mm, I think about it, about 50, wow. 54 orders. Go ahead, Cam. So, yeah. Um, so, now I'm just going to go on with my business and try to improve. I'm actually wearing oh, one of my new designs right now. Um, creativity is in my DNA. You can see it on my website, allyeargear.co. That's what I'm, talking about. <laughs> That's so, what I'm yeah. talking about. And 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 it's funny because I was expecting because you never know with everything that's going on. And so many times I've been out on you know Facebook and see so much negativity and it's hard to be positive with all this going on. But what's refreshing is to see that, you know, even with all this going on, each each one of you have pulled out something positive and then once you get locked into it, you just roll with it. Um, so and it's just kind of to show you that uh, to me, this is a moment where it strengthens you and your businesses. So, you know, when you think, oh, I'm used to operating one way and I'm flourishing this way. And then when something else is thrown at you and you're thinking, oh, great, what am I going to do now? And you all just said, oh, I'm going to keep moving. So nothing has stopped. Nothing can stop you. Um, and that's actually a testament to going forward. It's like, OK, well, throw something at, something else at me. I got this. So I like to see that um, because you do think for a minute once everything happened, because I know with me, 
I wasn't thinking about the businesses at the moment. It was about how to keep my hands washed and how to keep, you know, keep everybody safe and building up my immune system. And I was like, I can't focus on all this other stuff right now. That's just, I mean, I want to stay alive, you know, and, and I got teased really bad because I really struggled the first two weeks after being sent home from my you know, full-time job. Um, but then after I t after that couple of weeks, then I started to just kind of sit still. Um, and Cam, I just want you to know that Sharon Parker says she she wants she wants one, two, three or more cams uh, all year gear. So you still working even on this live. You yeah. are making money. So that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so I wanted to actually ask you all um, moving forward. So what are your plans for your businesses? As you can see, Cam's um, he, he's still working. OK, so even while we doing this he is still working um because yeah that shirt that he had on i'm i'm feeling that shirt so and i do have one I'm, i love to see young people doing things and i love it so y'all please check out cam um and before we get off of here we're going to definitely make sure you can get in touch with everybody who's on here but give me a little bit about what you all are doing with your businesses going forward because you know, maybe some of your vision has changed and you, you know, added some things to the business because now, like Latasha was saying, now y'all know how to do virtual, you know how to do in person. So you just added to your services. Um, I mean, shoot, you can't do number one with that because now you don't figure out how to do it, whether we shut in or going out. So what, what's what's the next move? So, um, well, Chef Steven, we already know we we come into place orders. Um <laughs> But well, you you know, know, tell us, because you're doing curbside pickup and things like that, but tell us what your next steps are. So, yeah, we're doing curbside pickup. We have Uber Eats and DoorDash and Postmates and all those other delivery services. But I think what's important, too, is, you know, yes, this is a time for us to be successful, but Absolutely. it's also a time for us to help each other. You know, I think it's an opportunity for us to, to work as a people, you know, I have opportunities now that I have mm -hmm. a cafe, I have a storefront. And we have guests that come in, you know, of course we have a sick, we have sanitizer, hand-free sanitizer in the lobby area. Uh, we have a screen in front of our door so they okay. can come in without touching the door handle. But it's all contact, they don't have to touch anything when they're in the store. Um, but it's a storefront, so this is an opportunity for me mm -hmm. to help other Black-owned businesses. Like we sell cookies from a Black-owned company here in, in, in Maryland. Uh, we have water from, from a boy named GQ. Uh, he sells water and lemonade, a Black-owned business. We have candles that we sell from a Black-owned business. And I'm interested in talking to Cam about his gear that we can start selling it in our cafe so he can be, so he can, so he can that would be wow. awesome. And yeah. that's, what, that's what this is all about. Cause I wanted that's to, um, yeah, actually, cause Charlene, I was going to say, and Charlene is a connector of so many. I mean, when Charlene comes in the room, she's going to bring whoever's on the right over to the left and whoever's on the left over to the right. She's just going to bring them yeah. together. So You, you know I'm going to jump in because I'm like, whoa, wait, whoa, you're talking right. about talk. Okay, <laughs> it means to collaborate and you must yes. collaborate on purpose. And, you know, I'm going to get spiritual on you because I, I tell people that God caused COVID just for me. He allowed COVID to be here just for me. He shut down the world just for me, right? Mm -hmm. And you may feel that same way. 
I, I totally feel that so that we can use every skill and every gift that we have. It just so happened that um, the day, I think that was Memorial Day when we lost um, Mr. Floyd, okay? And God, you know, the world stopped, but the world did, really did not stop. It was an awakening for us all to say we must be together, we must come together, and we're all in this together. And I don't think we ever got that clear, even though COVID was going on, unless we actually saw the death of our brother brought on by the most hideous crime or criminal right there in front of our face. Now we saw this 20 and 60 years ago, but now we got to see it and, and it made everybody think, not just the black folks think, you talk about Italian, you talk about Caucasians, everybody in the world had an opportunity to say, what must I do next, right? Mm -hmm. And so we instantly use that word collaboration to say we must come together and work together on purpose. My, that's the name of my company, Collab. We, you know, we collaborate on purpose for a purpose. And just listening to the great Chef Stephen, that's exactly what he's doing. That's exactly what he Absolutely. just doing. Um, Cam and his mother and all of us, an opportunity to work together. Someone was just asking me about the unemployment. We we're in a, a political talk. Um, right here in Facebook, and they're like, oh, should, you know, should people stay on unemployment? You know, like, what do you mean should they stay? Some people can't afford not to stay on unemployment. I mean, and if unemployment is cut, guess what happens? They, they, they could go homeless. So we're looking at another scenario in October, November, after elections, that the economy will crash again. Then what happens? We really are going to have to pull our resources together. So now what's happening, if you go back to the 40s during the Depression and all these other economic um, crashes, this is when black people have been the most creative of saying, I got the food if you got the car. If you got a car, you can get the food to whoever you need to get to. I got a garden over here that I've been nourishing for over 60 some years. If you got a car, get it to the people in the community. That's what we're going to have to you know, be. Business owners and family owners saying we are in together to help one another. So, yeah. Absolutely. I knew when, when Chef Stephen was talking, I knew because Charlene is the <laughs> collaboration queen. Um, so I know and she's a cheerleader for all. And that's the other part of it is that we need to learn to cheer each other on because we don't know each other's battles behind the scenes. So, you know, we really need, this is a time where everybody's not telling everything, but we just need to be a positive force behind them saying, whatever's going on, we got you. And whatever you're trying to do, we with you. So um, Sharon and Chartiz, I wanted to ask you all too, you know, what your thoughts were. I wanna, I wanna share this. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, as far as moving forward, when um, Latasha was saying that about pivot, I get to referee basketball. I've done it for over a decade, and it's just something I love to do. No matter what, even though I travel and speak from November to February, I'm shutting it down. I'm on that court. But the thing with a pivot is a pivot doesn't necessarily mean you're going backwards. Mm -hmm. A pivot just means you're turning. Like something's in right. front of you, the opposition, and you turn. But the goal is still the same goal. And now I'm going to back back to Charlene. For so long, we haven't really been thinking about it, but so long we've been like, oh, let's kill the game, get the money we live in living our best life, you know, we're singing a song and all that, but it's more of a I component or a me and mine component. And I do subscribe to spiritual principles as well. So moving forward, my thing now transitions from being self-employed, I believe it's gonna be like going from self-employed to a business owner. 
they may sound the same, but when you're self-employed, if you don't work, you don't eat. The business mm -hmm. owners are more branches. So I don't understand why, and I don't understand why it's me, but I'm not arguing about it. But like I said, my workload has tripled, which means my business has tripled. And so I'm looking, I'm trying to tell everybody, everybody that is having a blame conversation, mm -hmm. I'm like, that's a dead, no shade to anyone doing it, but that's a dead conversation. For so long, Absolutely. we've looked at all of these places, whether it's government, business loan, the education, to be different sources, and we've been consumers. Absolutely. But we are designed to be producers and to have some type of say. And I know that's scary for some folks, but so for the future, I'm going to go ahead and continue my transition. Mm -hmm. Thank the Lord. I mean, we all in this tension that we're living in. I'm going to continue that transition. But one of the things I really will do and will continue to do in the midst of coaching, training, speaking, you know, I have a book, Code Your Form, uh, you know, authoring all of that. Anybody who will listen. I'm still on that when I met you in December. I'm telling everybody, anybody who will listen and who is willing to move from being a consumer to a producer, I'm going to help you do it. Absolutely. Do it. I don't care if you're swinging by the pharmacy and picking up medicine and delivering it and seeing because Americans still love convenience in the middle of a pandemic. And that's what I'm pay you about. $12 they have left. They still willing to give you six if you'll go pick that up at this time. And so that's what I, Charlene, you're correct. We're gonna, we're, everybody's gonna have to work more. You know, Absolutely. get yourself covered, but know that you're gonna have to work with people who may not be in your circle right now. And, and that's, that's, that's why I like bringing you all together because you all are actually not just saying, hey, it's hard. Hey, I don't know what I'm going to do. It's more so of, yeah, I had a few struggles here and there, but I had to just kind of go back to the drawing board, say, how am I going to keep with there is no stop. Um, like Latasha, like all of you were saying, there's no stop. It's how I can work. Like um, Chef Steven said, he went straight into a collaboration. Like, okay, this is what you're doing. This is what I'm doing. How can we work together? Um, Chartiz and, and Latasha and I'm um, Cam is kind of, Cam still working. I can see people ordering while we're talking. Um, <laughs> so he is busy working his business. But um, Chartiz and then Latasha, tell me a little bit about you know how you all because Chartiz maybe with realtors. Do y'all come together? How do y'all work that? Um, but we got to start working together. You're on mute. Okay, you go. Oh, you good. Um, realtors definitely come together. So it has been a lot of time. Um, you know, you can't always get that face-to-face, -face, but Zoom calls and, you know, even breaking out of your usual circles, right? Figuring out how to reach into different circles to get different perspectives. Um, and again, back to figuring out how to come together and work together. So that's been really amazing. Um, but in addition to that, I am a business owner, right? My real estate business is a business and a brand, but it has been even more powerful for me through this experience. I think everybody is reevaluating their life and where they want to go and what they want to do and, um, you know, how to create stability for them financially, economically, spiritually, and all these different kinds of ways. And so, um, in addition to the real estate work I've been doing, I've been finding so much joy and such a blessing in having conversations with just friends or students or neighbors or whoever um, that never contemplated, you know, starting a business. Perhaps they had 
fear about it. Um, perhaps they, you know, had a ton of creativity, but the risks associated with it were just too daunting for them or they felt such. And just really sitting down and having conversations and sharing experience and cheering each other on and motivating and exchanging information about resources available or connecting them to other people, I think has been so powerful um, because I do feel, again, where we are with COVID and then the pandemic of social injustice is going on, it's going to be critically, critically important, like we've all said, to come together and help one another and lift one another up um, to Absolutely. move to the next level. And so that's been what I call, because I'm like Charlene, I um, have been looking for my Corona blessings, <laughs> is what I call them. Um, every way I try to see life as a glass half full. Um, and I do think that God has a purpose and a plan in everything. I think it is no accident that we are in this place and he is forcing us to stop and reevaluate the insanity in which we have been living yes. and he gets some order um, and come together. And so that has been an extraordinary blessing um, that I, I so appreciate. I this. totally so, agree. And um, my creativity about, has come out. I did launch my website from a business perspective. So www.rttorrance.com. Okay. It has been amazing to be at home more um, and to be able to focus on that. So that's like birthing another child for me. And that's been amazing. Yes. And you've had time to be home and spend time with that new baby, that new birth. Yes. So, yeah, yes. absolutely. Latasha, what if, what if you, because um, I'm sure you can do some creative things. And look, so anybody, the arrangements you've, um, when you mentioned the flowers, and I think I saw one, somebody who um, received an arrangement from you. And it didn't even dawn on me that I love flowers and why not do just because for, you know, just for no reason. So I'm already thinking about what I'm yeah. going to do to take the order. But what have you done that's going to help you move forward and collaborate with other people? Yeah. So last year I, I was all I was constantly praying about clarity, clarity, clarity. And so just like Charlene said, I believe COVID came just for me. Because praying for clarity, COVID gave me a lot of peace. It gave me a lot of time in order to figure some things out. And my pastor had been preaching about restarting since the beginning of the year. He's been um, preaching about restarting. We have to find our time to restart. And so I've used this time to figure out a different mm -hmm. way to do what I love. You mentioned when you read my brief bio that I plan, you know, hundreds of events a year. Well, I wanted to figure out a way where I can still plan the events and do the things that I love, mm -hmm. but do it more purposefully. And so I've been learning to also expand my circle, expand my horizons by stepping outside of my normal network of event planners and reaching out to photographers and chefs and venue owners so that we could collaborate. Um, one of the things that I'm working on now, like one of the major projects is a market for small businesses to come out and just sell their goods open to the public, you know, free for the public to attend. But that, you know, I collaborated with a venue owner, a chef and, uh, and the NAACP. And we brought this um, brought this market 
to my community so that these small business owners who aren't getting the foot traffic in their, you know, in their storefronts or they're not getting the hits to their website that they were used to because people were scared to spend money, you know, now they're out there, they're networking and people are becoming more comfortable with spending money because they realize, you know, I think people are catching on that we're going to go through certain storms. Mm -hmm. We always do, but we always come out on the other side. And so you just have to be, you know, have faith and trust and know that, you know, whatever this obstacle is, trust is going to be another obstacle later on, but you just have to be focused. Exactly. Because, you know, he don't give us nothing we can't handle, right? <laughs> and be willing to to learn through this storm to come out full or learn. Right. Amen. Uh, Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Look, um, and I mean, I love I love to do I'm a creative um, as well and could live all day in my craft room um, in my office with all the business. I, I think I've started. I have to sometimes slow down because I'm like, I'll have 50 million businesses and trying to manage them all at the same time because I got too much time in this room to, for my head to spend. Um, and, and I love it because it actually um, I think and I'll tell you this when um, we got when we were in the house, I didn't actually go through the moments of, oh, my goodness, I'm stuck in the house. I never felt that way. I was just kind of like, OK, you know, I'm, I'm good. I can still work and move and everything right in my space. But I actually was motivated by the fact I brought it up to my son. Um, he probably wasn't really thinking about it, but he was home from college because of COVID. So we were actually um, I'm not a big cook. Um, I, sorry, Steve, I'm, I'm just not a big cook, but I actually met, I actually went cook every day and, um, dinner was at the table where back in the day you used to go to the table and sit down with your family and eat and have conversation about what happened that day. And it almost seemed like it was forced at first, but then after a while I was like, this is what we supposed to be doing. This is what mode. And that's what motivates me. And because I wasn't getting it, you know, I was like, oh, I was missing something because you get, you know, you get into the, the rat race with running the kids to practice and doing this and doing that. Nobody sitting down together. And we actually had every evening, no matter what everybody was doing in their own little man caves and bedrooms, when dinner happened, everybody, whether we was mad at each other because we stuck, whatever the situation was, dinner was at the table and we were all sitting there. And I was always motivated right after dinner. And it's like, that's how it used to be back in the day. So I, I too think that this happened for a reason because we need to get back to our foundation. What 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 motivates us is that that nucleus right there that keeps you, brings you together. You feed off each other. Your kids talk to you. Your husband talks to you. Um, or just the energy at the table. There were times when we sat and ate and nobody was saying a lot of anything. Um, we would just, you know, a couple of things, mm, this is good. And, you know, then we did the dishes and we went back to our, we treated to our spaces, but it kind of energized me. It kind of reminded me, I was talking to somebody, reminded me of when you go to play, um, laser tag and you're out there and you're, you know, running around, but you if you get shot too many times, you have to go back. To, you know, to the main place and recharge before you can go back out there and do it again. And I think that that's what happened. We re, we had to go back and recharge and come out swinging. And all of you all have been coming out swinging big time. Even Cam Cam working so much, <laughs> he hadn't even got the break because he was placing orders. But Felisa. I want, uh huh. Yeah. 
I don't I don't think COVID actually changed who you are. Right. It may have changed how you do right. things, how you perceive life, but who you are is who you are. That's true. You know, and I think business business owners will always be business owners. Entrepreneurs will always be entrepreneurs. We may change how we strategize, mm -hmm. you know, but and I believe servants will always be servants. Those of us who serve will always serve regardless of what's going on in the world. You know, we may change how we do things, but who you are is who you are. That's you true. You will always be who you are. So, but I think we got some new team team members. I will say that I think it forced some people who thought maybe that's not my thing. And when they sat down for a minute, it was kind of like, oh, okay. I like this. Um, and, you know, it forced people to kind of think, like you said, it's in them. But yeah. now we were able to kind of connect with our gifts, um, our real gifts, um, as opposed to doing what somebody wants you to do or doing what you feel like you got to do. It kind of made you, it forced you to think about, okay, what do I really want to do? What am I connecting with? Because actually, I told you, I don't like the kitchen, but when I cooked, I was enjoying, now I'm not going to be chef like you, um, so I'm not, no, but I do, I don't dislike the kitchen so much anymore because of what I felt like when I was in there, you know what I'm saying? Like, I felt like they loved it. My son was like, this is great. As soon as he said that, I was like, oh, I want to go back in the kitchen because he liked everyone sitting down at the dinner table, especially when you're empty nesters, your kids aren't around. So it's like, it's hard to cook for two people. It really is. My biggest fear um, is after all this is said and done, mm -hmm. all this is over and you're able to go back out with your mask on and without your gloves on, it, are things going to go back to the way it was in, in February, 2020? You know, that's my right. biggest fear is like, okay, all of a sudden we have this pandemic and, you know, love, love, love and Black Lives Matter and all this is going on and we are, you know, we, we're together, we're bonding and and then when all this is over, are we going to go back to the foolishness that we left in the beginning of March? Yeah. That's I my biggest fear. And I think that's yeah. important to talk about. Absolutely. So yeah. what, I, what I'll do based on what you just said was I'll make it a point because, I mean, I think the way we don't go back is to keep talking and doing what we're doing now um, and not just stop talking about it now that we're past that. Um, you know, so um, Lisa, I'd like to interject. I would say that, you know, we will go back the way um, to some, some people will go back to the same thing. So right now we have an election. I, I will be when I do myself justice being on a political scene right now, by like saying that you still, we still need to vote. And I believe that a lot of us will vote. And the November election is very critical for you to vote. And also this talk about Black Lives Matter and all the other movements, you know what? Think about Rodney King. We thought that we had it locked down. We thought yeah. Yeah. everybody just get along. Yeah. And I'm just saying, we did that and we were strong together. Yep. And then it faded away. But you yep. know what it created, Doc? You know what it created, Doc? Um, Chef Stephen? Huh. And guys, it did create communities and it opened up nonprofits. The NAACP was more focused on, hey, let's watch what they do to our black communities and let's build more business. So I believe what will happen is that we will have a few people just like us that's going to make a difference. And if yep. it's taking 10 of us, they say we're going to start something new. We're going to create something new, and we're going to keep people 
woke about the things that our community was complaining about in 2020. Yeah, I want right. to us. It's going to be us, uh, Mr. Chef Steven. It's going to be yeah. us, Latasha. It's going to be us, Sherry. It's going to be us, Therese. It's going to be us, Lisa. It's going to be us, Cam. I believe it's us. But I do believe people are going to go back to how they were because they're already doing it. I'm like, I've never seen so many Teslas over here where I live at. I'm like, whoa, somebody got some money. Yeah. Well, I tell you what. So, so I want to actually pose this to you all because um, before we wind down, um, I wanted to pose to you all that you all hold me to it, and I hold you to it. That you know, periodically we come back to the table and we have these discussions, and you know, take it to the next step each time, and never let it disappear. Because since we are those, I agree with you, Charlene. So since we are those people that we keep having these talks, we keep reminding those who go back that we're still pushing forward and you know put it in a situation where they have to catch up with us because we're still we're still going to go forward so even if you all backtrack or stand still we're not going to let that pull, pull us back or hold us back so i want to make sure that you all hold me to the fire and say hey it's time to get back to the table and talk about what we talked about with that so mm-hmm. i want to make that happen but i do want us to end on a a, a fun note I, i'm actually and i have this call it an issue i don't know what you call it but um i love to look up um national awareness days during the months and things like that it's i don't know if it's just this weird thing i i know some of you do this but in the month of august there were some days that you celebrate um that i thought okay this was my luncheon with lisa moment because it was kind of like okay they luncheon when they come up with some of these things and let me preface by saying I think it's my generation that understands what luncheon means because the younger people might think it's something else. So when I see a luncheon release, I know some of them like, what in the world does that mean? But my age group, I know we know what it means. Uh, Sharon. Are, I'm in know? Dallas, Texas. I'm from Oklahoma. Tulsa, as a matter of fact, Tulsa, Oklahoma. And I'm like, does that mean we eat while we speak? I'm, I'm I've been the whole Look, the whole show. I've been like, I'm gonna get right. it. As soon right. as they drop it, it, I'm gonna get it. You know, we gonna eat when we get off of here. But no, but no, we we gonna trip. You know, people tripping a little bit. And I thought about lunching with Lisa. Oh, there's. I'm sure there's plenty of stories we could talk about where you have run into somebody recently that you said was just tripping. If we could get into the mask, we can get all kind of stuff. But I said we don't want to go there because that's a whole yeah. nother okay. show because people are tripping. But I did want to bring. I did want to bring up that for the month of August there was some fun little things to celebrate that you all can think about next August, but did you all know that, oh, for instance, August 2nd was National Coloring Book Day? Oh, no. I didn't know that, so <laughs> I... Yeah, so I'm definitely going to plan some kind of, I've always wanted to do this. And this is why I love this kind of stuff to do in like an adult coloring book party. And I wanted to do this long before COVID, but I said, we we can virtually, I, Latasha, we can come up with something and Steve, um, uh, Steve and she, we can come up with some food to have and deliver to pick up so we can get our coloring books. Chantiz, you can find us a spot that maybe we can start to work. You, we need to work together. Sharon, virtually you coming on and Charlene, I know you know how to pull everybody in, but there's some fun things that we can do. And this is what I'm talking about with creativity. Um, and I did want to mention because today is August the 6th, correct? So, yeah. so we'll end on this note that I wanted you all to know that August the 6th is actually National Root Beer Float Day. So, root beer. Yeah, yeah. I love root beer. 
So you all can go get yourselves a root beer flow because today is National Root Beer Flow Day. But I wanted to actually um, thank, look at Karen's face. <laughs> I wanted to thank you all for joining me on Luncheon with Lisa. This has been fantastic. I definitely always want you all back. Um, this was a huge deal to me. And I think um, I'm going to be celebrating National Black Business uh, Month all month long. So I will always, every show of this month, have some more business people on. Yes. So you all, please, real quick before we go, please tell everybody where they can connect with you um, so that we can keep these collaborations going. So Charlene, tell them where they can connect with you. Well, guys, you can always find me at Charlene Day on all forms of social media. That's Charlene E. Day, all forms of social media. You can also reach out to me at colab.com. That's K-E-L-A-B-E.com. But just inbox me and let's talk. Let's collaborate. Let's Steven? Yes, you can find me on Facebook, In A Minute Cafe, or my website, which is www.naminutecafe.com. We're in Capitol Heights, 9244 East Hampton Drive, number 203 in Capitol Heights. And Latasha and Cam, tell us where we can catch you all. I think they muted. Latasha. It froze on us. She's mute, yeah. Can oh, you hear me? Okay, because okay, my computer keeps going out. So you can find me on Facebook, Latasha Briscoe, or um, Instagram, Latasha Briscoe, or Creatives Coach. And my website is latashabriscoe.com. Or if you want flowers or decor, at, um, my website is lbinnovations.events. Cameron, tell us, tell the people where they can find you. Um, you can find me on my website, allyourgear.co. You can find me on Instagram, all underscore year underscore all. All underscore year underscore gear. That's and right. I think they've already found you today, so you're getting some work here. Yeah. And yeah. Sharon. All year, all year gear. I think you said allyeargear.com. Is that what you said? All, allyeargear.co. No, yeah. Uh huh. Yep. Excellent. Excellent. Um, yeah, so you can find me. I'm Sharon. Sharon Combs. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me on Facebook. Please note that Sharon does have a Y, not an O, it's a Y. Uh, so find me there on Instagram, UCDI Network, my website, UCDI Leadership. Um, but yes, find me. You can find me any of those places. You can That's right. Me. And if you can't find her, we will. I will help you get to her. And Chartiste, tell us where we can find you. Absolutely. I'm on Facebook and Instagram at, at Chartiste Torrance, C-H-A-R-T-E-S-E-C-O-R-R-E-N-E. You can also find me on my website at www.chartistorrance.com or you can contact me at 202-335-2315. I am licensed realtor in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. And I am here to Absolutely. help. Absolutely. Now, first, before we go, I'll let you know where to find me. Um, this is Luncheon with Lisa. It's www.luncheonwithlisa.com. But you can also find me at lisadovewashington.com and Dove Style Magazine. Um, we will definitely share everybody's contact information on the page so you can connect. Um, so please come back every Thursday, 7 to 8. 
on Luncheon with Lisa's page. And I wanted to send a special shout out to Chartise. It is her anniversary. So happy anniversary, Chartise. And thank you to Roderick thank for letting you. us have you for an hour. I appreciate all of you coming on. This has been awesome. And I hope to see you all next week. See you then. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.